wisdom And here comes the truth And here comes your favorite podcast Always still made for you I want to talk to you guys about the ubiquitous phenomenon <laughs> That's that's a mouthful um, Ubiquitous of, phenomenon Yeah, so it sort of seemed like Everyone sort of experienced this in their childhood, and it wasn't until people had the internet where it wasn't just in their town. It was everywhere. But since you guys the sort of grew up people. on farms, I'm wondering if it was true for you guys. I'm talking about porno mags in the woods. This is an old segment with us, isn't it? No, it isn't, is it? Absolutely. We, Brent and I have alluded to yeah. it many times. No way, really? Oh. Bush porn. Absolutely. We talk about bush porn all the time. No, we, we have barn yeah, porn. Yeah, that's a well-known... Like, bush porn doesn't show up, like, in the bush next to my... Yeah, that would be, like, a serial killer. It helps to be... <laughs> it has to be... Clay. It's town bushes, Carter. Yeah, yeah. So it's wondering if it was in like, like farm. Not yeah, like in Riding no, Mountain, and there's some elk reading porn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's God. a that's a cultural phenomenon, though. Every yeah, town or small area will have some secluded bush with a secret stash of porn. So it's it was, a rite of passage for every every child. So where where was it in town during your generation? Oh, there was bush porn in Vermilion Park, and there was bush porn by the train bridge in the bush. Oh, okay, I, I just knew Meadowlark Park. That's where it was. Meadowlark Park. Where's that? Dumped. Yeah. Tennis courts. Oh, there was bush porn there. <laughs> there is another location. That's three. <laughs> uh, I didn't the Vermilion too. Much Dumpster behind. Yeah. That's Dumpster right. Tennis courts. Jug store. Yeah. Oh wait, wait! What? A, was there any? I don't think there was behind town and country gas bar. No, there was no bush there. No. That, if there was a bush no there, magazines. if there was a bush there, there would have been bush porn there. Yeah, but in the dumpster, you know, like issues that didn't sell, move on to the next issue. Mm-hmm. Throw the other ones out in the bin. There was some stuff in the staff bathroom of the. <laughs> Oh. oh no! Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah. Why? Bush porn is like bush porn is like mushrooms. They just mysteriously blossom in random places, but <laughs> they are eternal. So, but no, the, yeah, but it's got to be in. Uh, a lot of people think it's homeless, but there's not that many homeless people around in Dauphin. So I'm thinking more. It was like you know, kids stole it. Like like Jordan and Ash stealing Metal Edge at Seven Eleven, but didn't want to come home with it. So that's right. To the bush. I think that's the source of it. It was under boards sometimes. Yeah, I think it's people giving up. I think it's newly married guys getting rid of their porn stash, but they don't want to fully throw it in the dumpster. <laughs> no, they're just, just passing it on. They boards, yeah. They want to paint it to the next generation of children. That's exactly what it is. That's okay. Oh, I wish I would have contributed to that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like I 
I feel like a responsible citizen. You still could. You got the biggest stash in the barn from from old neighbors. That is true. You know, I tried to see every one of those magazines is only worth about seven to ten bucks, though. Still, that's a heck of a lot of money. You know, pass it forward, donate to the the youth. Oh, okay. So imagine your twenty twenty teenager. Walking around, and all of a sudden, he opens up the bush board, and it's 1961 Penthouse. <laughs> it's just like in mint condition, you know. And he's just like, "What? What have I just unearthed?" He'd think he was an archaeologist. <laughs> like, imagine being. A- <laughs> was it around back then? Um, I can confirm it was. Okay, okay. Because mm-hmm. I've seen what, the Larry Flint movie, and that was like the 80s then, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know so, if it was Penthouse. Oh, I was using okay. that as a... Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I just... some, But that level, I would say... I, would, I was going to say Playboy, but that would be too tame for what was found in the barn porn. <laughs> well, you, you were right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Penthouse... Started in 1965. Ooh. And then it evolved into hardcore in the 1990s. <laughs> who, who was the publisher? Who was the publisher of Penthouse Magazine? Well, it's not Larry Flint. No, you know this guy, though. Bob Guccione. Bob Guccione. Yep. <laughs> Get in the ring, Bob Guccione <laughs> Jr. You mad? Because yeah. you Get in the Get ring. More. How many episodes is it have we had of like the two hundred eighty that Devolva does yell and get in the ring? <laughs> <laughs> it's a cultural. I'm sure there's a Wikipedia article on it. It's like the hobo code. What, what's the hobo code? Like the hobo code? Yeah. You don't know what that is? No. Oh, it's like um. So in the Dust Bowl era hobos at night would go around and like mark um objects in front of people's yards so like if you were like your it was normally fences or like gateways but they would um like etch permanently into your fence in some like small unnoticeable area that you okay and they would do that and it would be a code for all the other hobos to tell the people about the inhabitant like this person will give a meal. This person has a gun. You know, this person doesn't like black people. This person does. And it was like a code so you could know where your friendly houses around town were. And it was like an unspoken code where you would like follow the code when you went to town and try and find good places to crash as you like rode trains across the country and stuff. Cool. And where to be safe. Yeah. That's just like bush porn. <laughs> <laughs> bunch of hobos creeping around in the night it's a word you know it's a word um you don't hear anymore hobos yeah no people don't talk about hobos now i don't know if it's derogatory or i don't if it sounds too close to like homos so people are like a little too scared to see even even say hobo i think it's sort of romanticized versions of a homeless person okay now you know now if, if someone's homeless there's you know it's not like you know the dust bowl like they're mentally unwell times. yeah you know oh but a uh, but a romanticized homo is a 
uh, he couldn't handle the rules in society, so he was a free man yeah. on the land. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, 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 there was a yep a tr- yeah a tramp works when they have to. A bum doesn't work. A hobo is a traveling worker. Oh, I love it! The littlest hobo. What was the first one? Mm-hmm. So there's a, a tramp is what. Will work when he has to. Okay. He'll go as poor as long as he can, and then he'll finally work a little <laughs> bit to get, you know. And then there's what a bum. Yeah. Who just will never work. Bum is just a bum. Mm-hmm. They probably were mentally ill, and nobody really knew at the time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this fully disabled guy, like what a bum, so lazy he won't work. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe not. Um, and then what's the last one? A hobo is a working traveler. <laughs> I guess I'd be up. a tramp. I want to be a tramp. Never work? No, work, work only when you, when you really got to work. <laughs> I'm not a bum, Carter. I'm not some stupid bum. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to be very... When I call kids... Names, I can use those three names to classify them. That'll be great. They won't even know what I mean by it. You only do your schoolwork. You can't you call someone a them. tramp. Jeez, if I called a student a tramp, no, never mind. That wouldn't sound good, would it? <laughs> I mean, I'd be like, Your Honor, I was simply referring to the, to the tears of hobos. <laughs> Your Honor, a hobo is a working traveler. A tramp will only work when they have to. Case well, now, Carter, you're going to have to watch your... Here comes some wisdom episode. Carter, bring out your Disney collection. Let's see, is Lady and the Tramp accurate? Yeah. Is that dog a tramp? I think so. I think so. Okay. Little is little whole traveling well. worker. <laughs> that dog's mm-hmm. working all the time. Working harder than I do. <laughs> And then was there a joke about a bum? <laughs> Joe Bum. <laughs> and he just did nothing. He laid in his own fill. He was a nihilist. <laughs> Putting things outrageously priced on Amazon is your, like, shtick, and then people actually buy them because you're kind of, like... Got a following, so people like yeah, bid to could buy the stupidest thing. Oh, it already happens. It's called For sure. yeah. it's a clothing line. <laughs> that was good, Carter. That was true. Two hundred dollars for a plain white T-shirt that doesn't say Kanye on it. Okay. Well, you know who could afford a lot of those? The Fen Treasure guy. He's been revealed. Yeah, I heard that he made him say who it was. Heck of a year for the Fen treasure. It was found in June. Fen died in September. And now the guy who found it's been revealed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because this uh, lawyer in Chicago who was searching for it, she filed a lawsuit there uh, saying that uh, he hacked her phone and, and uh, got all this proprietary information off of it. <laughs> so that's why uh, the court was going to order his... Uh, mm-hmm. Identity to be revealed, so uh, he just came out and so he did himself. it. Yeah, yeah. 
So and even if she's right, it's still treasure. Oh, anything goes so, in treasure. Yeah, there's no treasure etiquette. You could literally get the treasure and shoot your partner. Absolutely. That's the way you got to do it. That's part of doing treasures that if you're teaming up and you're not planning to shoot the other guy, then you're the guy that's getting shot. Yeah. Yeah. How would you ever have to get into, into a safety deposit box? <laughs> He's reading emails. I guess she, I would guess she mean that's just sad. She lost. Yeah. You didn't yep. get the treasure. Yep. Treasure does strange things to people. Um, but he's like <laughs> storing it in Mexico. It's funny that like it's safer to store things in Mexico than back home in the States. I know they say it's real, but it's not, right? <laughs> uh, there, there's pictures of him meeting with Fen and stuff like that. But then I guess Fen met with everybody. So it shouldn't be too hard. I don't know. It feels like there's too much out there. I think it's real now. Yeah, I think it's real. Oh, I still want to believe. You want to <laughs> believe it's a scam? Yeah. Uh, it's too clear, much clearly a scam. It's such a better story. And then you're just stuck in the lie as people start dying, looking for the treasure. That's what I choose to believe. <laughs> yeah, that twist takes it good. Yeah. And now he's dead. So, mm, it's kind of kind of convenient. This guy comes out after Finn's dead. Hmm. Ooh. Kind of suspicious. And Fen can't. Whoa. Fen can't say it wasn't him. So all you have to do is have some fake treasure and say, I found it. Exactly. Let's do it. Let's make the HCSW <laughs> treasure. Say, we have I'll it. I'll have a box die. of treasure. And then we'll, like, like, Liam find it. And then we'll say, you can't come see it. You got to Zoom because of COVID. Yeah. But I've got it. It's right here. It should be one of those things where everybody starts saying they have the treasure. What's that? Uh, Dead Poet Society? I'm the one who did. It, I was thinking of like uh, Princess Anastasia or Anastasia, who everybody said was alive, you know? Mm-hmm. After, after her family was executed, like 30 years later, there was six people who said, I was her. I'm Princess Anastasia from, you know, this yeah. dynasty. Sorry. There's of course. tons of people that were her. So that's like everybody with Fen's treasure. That'd be the way to do it. So what's what's your conspiracy theory there, Trevor? Birds? Something about birds? Birds aren't real. Birds aren't real? Yeah. It's a great, it's, my, it's probably the best conspiracy theory I've heard. So what are they? They're, the part, of your imagination? they're, they're spies. They're, they're spies. They're robot spies. But you could poke a hole in that so easy. What, what about duck hunters? Birds aren't real. You shoot them and nope. you eat them. Nope. 
This is the best conspiracy to have, Carter. <laughs> you know what I think? I refuse to believe that there's people that eat duck. Yeah, good point. Have you ever eaten duck? <laughs> no. There we go. Birds aren't real. <laughs> See, birds aren't real. I told you. Now, the guy who came up with birds aren't real does have a pretty good storefront with a lot of sweet merch. So maybe, <laughs> just maybe, <laughs> it's a scheme to sell t-shirts and nice bad holiday sweaters that say, like, birds aren't real with, like, uh, turkey toasting on it. It's the best. It's the best conspiracy. And no matter what, you have to come up with some way that birds aren't real. There's always a way back to it. I'm trying to live in a conspiracy theory today. Dolphin anti-lockdown rally. So excited! And they We're gonna go see the Freedom night. Fighters. Yeah, you know they said that they didn't care what the repercussions were. They were all in in the news release, and then like 24 hours later, it's like, yeah, we're out. We're we're good. Yeah, we're total. <laughs> we are now all out. out. Yeah, After so looking at the consequences of our actions, yeah. we are out. We <laughs> instructed that we shouldn't do this, and now we're out. We're out. <laughs> so they gave in. They gave in. To the government. Very hurtful mm-hmm. things were said by by pro-lockdown sheeple. Hurtful oh, things. Yes, of course. That, yeah. like, I should lose my job. <laughs> you should. So they're complaining their feelings were hurt? That's yeah. ironic. Uh, yeah, and they petitioned <laughs> CKDM to take down the, the news report and, and comment section and then a family member was in tears and couldn't sleep, and they called, and then CQDM took it down. They should not have taken it down. Too much hurtful things were said. Someone wished COVID upon one of them. <laughs> How dare you? What garbage people. Not the people wishing death on them, either. Those people aren't the garbage people. Those, those are the good people. Well, I'll tell you my liquor store story. Carter, did I tell you it? No. I thought I talked about this on the podcast. Nope. Man, I'm having weird memories. That's what this episode is. I bring up old topics that apparently we've talked about. So I was in the... uh, This was a while ago. It was pretty embarrassing. Uh, I went to the liquor store to get some alcohol, and my favorite beer is Chekvar. Check the uh, the original Budweiser, um, the whole copyright thing. It's it's not a Budweiser. It's um, a really good Pilsner beer. It's my favorite beer in the world. Uh, so I get them to just get me cases of it. So they have to go into the back because it's not like a common beer, but they always get them in cases. So it's either I like take 12 off the shelf and then they go get more and I fill another, you know what I mean, in those little boxes. So they got it and she comes up and... They're pretty heavy, and she gives it, oh, here you go, you know, and I'm carrying it up to the front, and I'm right up by the till. I think I already paid, and I go to leave, and all of a sudden, you can just hear, like, crack, 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 and it was, like, a glued cardboard box, Uh-oh. and the glue, like, cracked, so the bottom <laughs> of the box just gave out, 
Um, and I caught, I think only seven bottles broke, but they just, sm- they, it, they just hit the floor, just, you know, glass Shoot. everywhere, beer everywhere, foaming, bubbling. And there's so many people <laughs> in the liquor store and it's like COVID times, you know, so everybody's already like nervous being close to each other. They're all in line, you know, all wearing masks <laughs> and stuff, but it was a super uncomfortable thing. And then. They had to get me different more. They got me more beer. They filled it up and blah, blah, blah. And oh my God, I'm so sorry. You pay for that. You pay for that. No, they were great. They were, I offered to, but they're, no, it was just a bad box. The box, yeah. And then I got it again. And and the next time I come in, it's not like a month later. It's not the same person, but they just kind of, you know, look at me, give the box. So you be careful with that. Just careful. Those boxes are a little weak. Okay, cool. Yeah, thanks. So obviously they like, talk to each other about it or so there was a memo on the staff wall saying these boxes are known to break or i don't know they knew <laughs> and uh the next time i come in and i get another box to check for because i get about one a month um this girl gets it from the back brings it up gives it to me she goes okay be careful with that because the last time some guy came in here <laughs> this idiot <laughs> dropped the box all over the- <laughs> Straight up to my face. Straight up to my face. This idiot smashed them all over the store. And I looked, I said, I'm that idiot. And it's really funny that you said that. She's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm like, no. It's so funny. It's the funniest thing that's ever happened. She didn't quite understand why I thought it was so funny. But to me, that's really funny. So I was in a good. You're the only person drinking check (laughs) Yeah, but but it was three different people. It was a different person every time, and not like neither neither of them was the person that was there, because I kind of know that person. Um, Ask me, I don't even know why the LC's open during the (laughs) pandemic. Essential, come on. The weed stores and the booze. Essential. Do you need an answer for that, or are you just yelling? I'm just pretending. <laughs> we have a hair mm-hmm. update. So mm-hmm. you went to the beard, you brought in, did you enter the, the young nurses, or the young doctors? Sorry, that was totally sexist. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> did you enter the young doctor? <laughs> did you enter the young doctor's uh, office with your beard? Yeah, I went Full for beard. It. You didn't shave I didn't anything. Take, I took off some of the neckline, not like to a Trump Jr. level, like oh, beard but... that's just to the chin line. So it probably just looks like it's properly maintained now. Okay. But... So you walked in with that and she had to get the cyst out. Yeah, that's right. And did so she take first, off? First I had to tell her my whole story of the cyst because, mm. you know. About all the levels of stuff going on. Yep. And it's like, mm. but I was, I wasn't even sure if they were going to do anything to it. But like, no, it's still bad. I had just gotten used to it. So, oh. no. So I just again kept my mouth shut. Didn't ask about mm-hmm. it. Got laid down. Got freezing. And she just and went for what it. I imagined was some, some scraping. But this freezing just hit so hard. I thought they were shaving. But that was actually just scalpel digging. <gasps> <It> was, <gasps> the sound was 
the only oh, sound and face, feel. Man. Yeah, but, but the only sound and feel was just like a straight edge screecher. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't gross. feel any blood. No blood pouring out or anything. It was just I didn't even think to ask what what, what was in there. I didn't get to see. I thought maybe they'd give it to you after. Yeah. No, it still goes bag. away for testing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, testing, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll call you if it's a problem. Make sure say. it doesn't have the Rona. Yeah. <laughs> so it's better. No, it's, she sewed it up, a couple stitches. And it's better now because there, there is a gap. And that was all just the skin stretched from the pore being stretched out. I thought I had, I think I told you I'd tugged all the hairs out of it. Yep. No, it was just like that spot was stretched thin. Oh. So it's like she'd so it's like better than ever. Well, she tightened it up. Yeah, put it back together. There's no gap anymore. I thought there'd be a huge one. Oh, that's awesome. Grow in and no. Yeah, so better than ever. Actually, properly trimmed before I went in, so it wasn't like hairy in any way. So, yeah, best is yet to come. Couldn't believe it. I might have to get braces. Oh no! That's the that's the new talk. Have I you had braces front... before? Oh God, no! I had braces growing up. My bottom teeth are perfect, and my top tooth, I have my eye tooth, kind of sticks out, but my dad's is the exact same. But it's never caused any problems. It's just one tooth that's out, and then my front tooth is now starting to like, kind of like go backwards, like it's starting to like bend back. And the dentist looked at it. He's like, did you get hit? I'm like, no. He's like, do you play hockey? I'm like, do I look like, like, come on, seriously. And he's like, well, it looks like something happened to your tooth because it's starting to shift. He's like, it's it's moving. And I can see it on your bottom teeth where it's grinding. He's like, I can't grind your bottom teeth because you've kind of ground them off now. And he's like, in your top one, he's like, you might have to go to an orthodontist. So he's making me an appointment. And he said, I guess you could put a fake tooth on there. So I told Lisa I want a gold tooth. Um, <laughs> She's I'd not a it. fan of that. Butch, Butch Walker does it. He has a gold tooth. It's awesome. Yeah, but it's, see, the problem is this one is my front left tooth. If it's the next one over from the front, it's okay. Oh, okay. A yeah. gold eye tooth or a gold second tooth, not your front two. Those ones can't be. Yeah, you're it right. Really you're right. It really doesn't. It doesn't have the same effect, and I need my front one. No, that's Butch's uh, last album called Stay Gold. And uh, uh, on the vinyl there, it's uh, it's all like a skeleton of him. Yep. And uh, that tooth is like this gold shiny thing. It's cool. Mm-hmm. See, so now I don't know whether I should get fake go to Mexico for a weekend or Costa Rica or the Philippines Cuba, and just get the whole shebang done. Just Knock get all the full teeth out. horse, whole Bon Jovi face. Like, Joe well, Biden's see, got I'm fake so... teeth, eh? Like, holy moly. Joe Biden? Oh, oh yeah. God, he's got bad he's plastic surgery, his... too. Okay. His face has been lifted hard. Yeah, you're right. He kind of looks months. like Roger Moore in his last Bond movie, View to a Kill. Look at his yeah. ears. Look at, look, at, look at Joe Biden's ears. Look at the side of his head. If you ever see him in a side shot, you can, like, see where they stapled his head back. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's probably where the uh, lizard people got into his brain. Oh, yes. Um, um, but, yeah, no, so I don't know whether, because, like, I'm a super stressed out person, and I grind my teeth, and I bite hard, and, like, like I just, I, I've, like, I have little teeth because I've worn them away so much. Right. I've, I've unusually small teeth, so, I, like, the truth is, is that these teeth are going to keep getting worn, right? 
So why not just like, what's the point of putting on braces and teeth that in 10 years I'm going to need to replace a bunch of them. So my idea now is I should just go for a holiday to the Philippines and get like, you know, a couple nice front ones. I don't think I need to touch my bottom ones because my bottom teeth are kind of like awesome. Uh, but my, my four front ones definitely probably need to, to get a little work done. And I didn't know, like I have insurance right through the school. So I guess braces, this is the racket with braces. If you don't have insurance, you end up paying a couple thousand bucks for them. And if you do have insurance, you end up paying the exact same amount, but the dentist wakes way more, wakes, makes way more. Racket, man. What a scam, though. So, like, can you lie, Carter? Is that fraud if they come in and say, do you have insurance? And then you say no. And then they give you the bill, and then you submit the bill to your insurance company. <laughs> oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's, exactly it's not a, it's not a it's not a lie to say you don't have insurance because you know you uh, I don't know what I have with my insurance you know I I know what I yep. don't and what I do because I've tried but uh, I am I'm not you know very familiar with the policy inside and out but then if you do yeah. submit it to the insurance policy after saying no that might be insurance fraud yeah no that's exactly what my YouTube car old man car salesman was talking about people bragging about paying with cash. Then they just scam you. It's like then they've got a nickel and dime you. So what do you, you don't mean? Lie about it, but you, like you just don't like if you're talk telling them you're gonna come by with cash. Oh yes. Then they're going to yeah. Then every other little thing is going to be thrown in. Yeah. But you just don't say it. You don't lie. Yeah, to I them. had I had to pull that to them too, when I bought my car. Mm-hmm. I had to pretend I was interested in payment plans. And then I showed up and bought it with cash. <laughs> they weren't happy. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't really care. Is, they still made yeah, money. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. So yeah, don't lie about it, but don't. Don't tell them. If you have insurance and get distracted. Say, oh, my tooth hurts. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Just refuse to answer the question. Divert. I should work to get what gets pull a pull a Trump press secretary, just constantly divert the question. Get Kellyanne Conway to come to my <laughs> dental appointment, and she can change the subject constantly. <laughs> <laughs>